Hey, it's the FanStreamSports.com Daily Blitz with the Buckeyes. I am Tito Jeff Thidoff, your host. Uh, we are FanStream Sports powered by DSP Media. I'm Jeff Thidoff. Again, follow me on Twitter, at ThidHappens. Um, we have so much to get into today. A lot going on with Buckeye Nation. And um, we're 80 days away from the start of the college football season when we had the first Saturday. They used to call it week zero. Now they kind of all lump it into week one. But nonetheless, that's going on. Um, they've named some game times for the Ohio State football season. And uh, just a few of the games early on, Ohio State, we know, opens on the road. The football season does at Indiana. That'll be a 3.30 kick. Youngstown State is noon at the Horseshoe. West Kentucky also horseshoe at the 4 o'clock kick. Notre Dame, the fourth game of the season this year in South Bend, a 7.30 kickoff there on NBC. We also know on November 11th, the Buckeyes are playing the rare November night game at home, especially to take on Michigan State at 7.30. We know the Michigan game is at noon. We know the Big Ten deal has got some wrinkles in it that are a little bit different, and Kevin Warren kind of left on weird terms, made some promises to um, uh, to the networks that he did not necessarily have the power to do, but nonetheless, he awarded, uh, I think NBC is getting the 2026 uh, Big Ten championship game, which was news to Fox. And it's all confusing how it all works out. Like, Fox is the... Uh, majority owner of the Big Ten Network. And the Big Ten Network um, owns the rights to all Big Ten events, all the media things, but um, they also can negotiate with other ones, other entities to like on s- selling off some of those games. which is what they've done with NBC and CBS and obviously with Fox and the Big Ten Network and, and whatnot, all the different entities that are involved in that. So Kevin Warren awarded that, gave that 2026 game to Fox, or to NBC, and now Fox is like, hey, we need some money back, and plus Fox wants money back for some of the inventory that they lost during the pandemic year for games they lost. So anyway, bottom line is now, also with this TV deal they made, um, NBC can carry primetime games, Big Ten teams, every single week of the college football season. So um, they, they've got Ohio State, Michigan State in primetime on November 11th. Ohio State never plays night games in November. And the Big Ten typically does not either. As part of that deal also, Michigan State and Penn State are playing a Black Friday game in primetime uh, as well. So, nonetheless, with this all coming out now, schools are surely going to push back on this. Some schools felt blindsided by this, even though they signed off on it. They acted like um, left in the dark about this possibility. Um, Gene Smith, though, has come out and said that they – He does not want Ohio State. He told 11 Warriors this. I don't want Ohio State hosting home games in November, except for the first week of November. On that first week, he said, Gene Smith said, I don't want um, any more home games, ideally, after that first week in November at night. He said, this is what he said to um, 11 Warriors. He said that uh, we'll not do the future at home. We might do it away. If a colleague calls from another school and says, hey, would you be willing to play a night game at our place? We have to make that call. Like Ohio State's open to road games at night in November, but they really don't want to play anything um, at home after that first week in November. So we'll see how this all plays out. It's going to be fascinating to see how it's, how it's all changed and how things are going now with the media rights in the Big Ten. There's so many involved in this that you will see some of the universities who make these strong statements like Gene Smith made, I'm not saying Gene Smith's not telling the truth, but you all see situations where some of these schools uh, that may make a bold statement up front will end up bowing down eventually because of the fact that there's so much money involved in it and the opportunities are some schools like Nebraska loves playing night games. They don't care when it is. They want the exposure 
for their program. So we'll keep an eye on that. But it's a fascinating situation going on with the media rights deals going on with other conferences as well. Pac-12 still doing their thing. There's talk about some schools splintering off the ACC. And a lot of the reasons they're doing it is because of their media deals within their conference. Uh, uh, Big Ten schools getting paid tens of millions of dollars more per year than ACC schools, then Pac-12 schools, and that's going to make a difference. A um, couple other things, uh, Jeremiah Smith, the five-star wide receiver in the class of 24, Aaron Noland, uh, the four-star quarterback in the class of 24, have both made some headlines recently among uh, Buckeye fans because they are, despite the fact they're still committed to Ohio State verbally, again, verbally, which really doesn't mean anything, I shouldn't say it doesn't mean anything, it is not a binding verbal agreement, it's just a verbal thing like, hey, I'm committing to Ohio State. Because now you can take unlimited visits. These guys are taking unlimited visits. So Jeremiah Smith is going visiting, you know, schools in Florida, visiting Georgia and things like that. Um, same thing with Aaron. Aaron Nolan's also taking these visits. I don't blame them because I, I can only imagine being a high school, going into my high school senior year, having a chance to go and visit all these schools, get some swag, get to meet these players you watch on TV, the atmosphere, all of those things. Now, Nolan and Jeremiah Smith have both said, Jeremiah Smith specifically, when Former Buckeye five-star commit, verbal commit, Dylan Riol in the class of 24, uh, after he decommitted Ohio State and now is committed to Georgia. Uh, you know, Jeremiah Smith put something out about, wow, it's interesting kind of thing. And a couple of things on social media that people took and ran with that, you know, how cool it was that uh, Rayola went to Georgia, is going to Georgia, I say, committed to Georgia. Smith and back on social media and had reaffirmed their commitments to Ohio State. So, um, He's been to Georgia recently. Jeremiah Smith has moved the other ones. He's, he's uh, also going to go to Penn State, I believe, also is another one he's going to go to as well. Nonetheless, it's not locked in until they sign on, on signing day. So, and the same thing happened with Dylan Mariola committed, and I said, that's fine to get excited. It's great press for Ohio State to get the top quarterback, the top recruit in the country. It's great press for that quarterback says, I'm going to come to Ohio State, but none of it matters until the player actually arrives on campus. That's when it matters. So even though Jeremiah Smith, Aaron Nolan, great prospects, hope they sign with Ohio State, hope it all happens, hope it's great and it does all those, but they might not. There's a chance they won't. Just keep, keep that in mind that these guys are all going into their senior year in high school. Lots can change. Think about where you were your senior year in high school. Decisions you made. Hell, you might have quit a job one we are starting that stuff happens there's high school high school seniors to be uh so we'll keep an eye on those things as well but uh, the Buckeyes also made a big hire they hired Joe Philbin he was the uh head coach of the Dolphins for a while and he was the offensive coordinator when the Packers won the Super Bowl one of those times so Joe Philbin was hired by Ohio State as an offensive analyst um, and they're going to pay him the most they've ever paid somebody in this offensive analyst and advisor. They've never paid somebody in the advisor role as much as they're paying Joe Philbin. They're giving him $266,667 to play be in that role this year for Ohio State. Very significant number, and I, I'm not really sure the reason behind it because, look – You've already got Brian Hartline in place. And maybe it's more just to assist Hartline because Hartline's got more duties this year than he's ever had before. He is now the offensive coordinator and calling the plays and all these things. So uh, at least the majority of the plays. Ryan Day has turned that over to him in addition to his other rules with the receiving room and recruiting and whatnot. So maybe that's all it is, is just an insurance, a security 
blank. You will. So, no surprising there. I'm success. I'm not sure how it's a success. Uh, see that one. Uh, by the way, so also uh, DraftKings came out and did their point spreads for every game. They got Ohio State favorite in every single game this year, except Michigan. I believe they're either between a one and a two and a half point under the pivot path, and now they're at one at last check, a uh, one point underdog for Ohio State, but favored in every other single game. Not surprised there. A double-digit favorite at Wisconsin. That could be a night game in Camp Randall. That's going to be a tough one for Ohio State. Uh, the fickle factor. Um, by the way, you can make that in a T-shirt if you want to, the fickle factor. But um, anyway, so Ohio State, though. And then the computers on ESPN that ran in all the computer state wasting games. So um, speaking of Wisconsin, Ohio State hasn't lost to Wisconsin since 2010. Uh, class three wins have come. By 31. Now, that's it for today, Buckeye Blitz. Follow me on Twitter at that happens. I'm going to do another one right here tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot about uh, Buckeye hoops and give you some updates on some former Buckeyes. Some pretty cool news for some of them, what they're doing. But um, follow me on Twitter at that happens. Fan Stream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Uh, and again, this has been the Buckeye Blitz. Thank you so much for spending all this time with me. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, and we'll talk to you next time, right here on the Buckeye Blitz.